forth. So here the Shulchan Aruch says, uh, During the nine days from Rosh Chodesh until uh, the fast, so we don't get married, and we also, while we'll allow people to get engaged, we don't have the Suda, we don't have the uh, celebratory feast that comes along with uh, getting engaged. But to get engaged without a uh, suda, without the festive meal, so that would be uh, permissible. We would allow a person to get engaged, again, without any celebrations, on Tisha B'Av itself. Why? We've seen this many times before. Because we're worried that if you don't seal the deal, if you don't get engaged, so then someone else is going to be davening really hard, and the guy's going to end up with a different girl, the girl's going to end up with a different guy, so therefore we say, better to, uh, to seal the deal, so to speak, uh, and make sure that we don't have any of the additional celebrations. The Mishabura elaborates that uh, when it comes to the Eresim, when it comes to the engagement, so there's no inherent simcha, uh, it's only what we add to it. So if there is a suda, if there is a festive meal, so then it becomes more of a happy occasion, and that's going to be uh, what's problematic. But if there is an irisim without it, so it should be permissible. And he mentioned, and we talked about this last year, and, and we said we were going to look into it, and we, I said I was going to look into it, and I never did. But the Mishaburah specifically says that they had a minog that when they would do the, when they would, uh, you know, I guess, agree upon the tana'im, the different uh, conditions and stipulations for the wedding, meaning the, the groom's family is going to bring X into, uh, you know, he's going to give them, uh, new bride and groom, you know, the following things, and uh, the bride's parents are going to give this, that, and the other. It's called the Tanayim. Nowadays, we sort of do it as a formality, but it's not like it used to be, right? So when they would do this, they would sit down, and apparently they would eat some sort of uh, jelly. I don't know, that's what it says, right? So the Mishabur says, don't worry, that you could still do. That is not considered something particularly exciting. I don't know, I guess no one gets too excited about jelly, right? So that would be permissible, but to have the whole festive meal, that would be problematic. Certainly, uh, singing and dancing would be problematic as well. Uh, when it comes to the wedding, even if you weren't to do a suda, which you, you have to do, but let's say you were like, no, we, we'll, we'll just get married, shotgun wedding, like... Uh, you know, that, that would not work either because that we assume there's an, inher- an inherent element of happiness, so it would be no good even without the Suda. The Ramad just mentions here, that in uh, the Minag of the Ashkenazim is that already from Yudzaim Tammuz, from Shabbos Tammuz, what we call the three weeks, we don't have uh, any weddings. Uh, and, um, you know, once we get to the nine days, obviously we kick up. Uh, the intensity of the morning, but already from the three weeks, we won't have any weddings. He does say that we would allow for engagements. That would be uh, permissible uh, during the three weeks. And he says even with the uh, Sudan, it might be permissible during the three weeks. I think to the most, for the most part, we try to uh, avoid doing that even during the, uh, the three weeks. But uh, there are some interesting questions. What happens if you have someone who's Sephardi, who's allowed to get married during the three weeks? Can Ashkenazim go to that wedding? So on and so forth. I think nowadays no one really gets married during this time. Uh, but immediately following, there will be many, many weddings, uh, God willing. So a little bit about weddings during this time. Again, we Ashkenazim are machmi already from the three weeks, but the Sephardim only from the, uh, the nine days. Rabbi